Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome in to another Power Hour where we talk about daily headlines and stories. For the day, today is Thursday, January 5th. Gotta say thanks for watching if you're watching on social media. My personal Facebook page, our Planet Facebook page. If you were watching on my Chris Logan Power Hour Facebook group, appreciate it. Do me a favor. If you are watching right now or if you come across it, hit that share button. And that way more people can find out about the show. Now, the show not only comes to you on social media. Show comes to you first and foremost on the planet. That's my online station for 90s and 2000s rock. If you're not listening to that, listen to theplanet.com is a website. You can listen there, find out more about the station, or probably other than the website, the most popular way people are listening is through the app. Search for Listen to the Planet App Store in Google Play. Everything from Pearl Jam and Nirvana to Trapped and Three Doors Down. Now, remember, you can go back and watch some of the episodes on my YouTube channel, The Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're getting all that going. And tomorrow, we are back on TikTok. <laughs> back on TikTok tomorrow, man. I was uh, kicked off for a week for spreading misinformation. I was talking about the day a couple years ago that is having an anniversary tomorrow. I think that's what got me kicked off of the live. But I, I can get back on the live at, I think it's 8.34 this morning, but it's going to be way past time here on the Power Hour, so we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Jean-Paul, Guidry, done. Let's go. Got to say thanks to Jean-Paul. Yep, MotorCityLA.com. They are powering. Look, you see the little scroll on the bottom? I'm going to get their logo up with mine, too. But Motor City, powering the Chris Logan in the morning. Morning show and the Power Hour, 1111 North University in Lafayette, MotorCityLA.com. Find them on all social media channels. They're all over the place, and they're ready to get you in a vehicle. Car, truck, SUV, man. Sometimes there's 18-wheelers, campers. Sometimes, look, there's all sorts of stuff on that lot. No, nah, they don't have 18-wheelers, but they got all sorts of great stuff. Motorcycles, if you're into that, and don't forget about Bayou Garage over at Motor City, too. But more at MotorCityLA.com and 1111 North University in Lafayette. Also, quick shout-out, too, to the Bead King. Craig, Bead Busters and Float Rentals. Your Mardi Gras headquarters. Two places, Bead Busters and Float Rentals and Beads Galore and more. They're powering the entire planet this Mardi Gras season. So thanks to the Bead King for that. If you want to comment, you can. Uh, reading some of them now. Let's see. Adam says, good morning, Chris. Crew change day, time for some adult beverages. Awesome, man. Congratulations on that, Adam. Adam was our LSU correspondent, if you will. Adam's a big LSU fan. We had him on a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about LSU. We were going to have him on on Tuesday after the Citrus Bowl, and I messaged him. I was like, dude, you want to get on, or you kind of see no point talking about that game? And he's like, nah, I don't, I don't see a point talking about <laughs> that LSU Purdue game, it, it it was bad, and it's not that I didn't think LSU couldn't win, but Purdue was depleted from coaches to players, just straight up depleted. Didn't even seem fair on Monday. But hope you're having a great start to your day today. Got a question? Oh wait, you heard that? Kevin McCarthy striking out again. Uh, got a uh, question on my personal Facebook page, or if you're watching, you can comment. We'll get to more about this towards the end of the show, but what's your guilty pleasure movie? A few of the comments I saw this morning, uh, and this one, dude, I haven't watched it in a, in a long time. Someone said Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Hadn't seen that in a while. Uh, someone said Roadhouse, uh, 13 going on 30. We got a lot of comments, so I guess the Facebook algorithm feeling good this morning. If you want to go and comment there, you can, or you can comment while you're watching this morning. But we'll get to an official list, and we'll get to y'all's list towards the end of the show. For me, I'll give you my two right now. I have two 
that they both came out in 1986. If you were a skateboarder or if you were a BMXer back in the mid to late 80s, you probably know about these movies. Hopefully you remember them. But Guilty Pleasure movie or movies for me, there was this skateboard movie called Thrashing. That was with Josh Brolin. Love it. Still watch it to this day. A couple years ago, it came on Amazon Prime. I, I still watch it. My family still looks at me like I'm stupid when I'm watching it because they're so bad, but they're so good. And then there was a BMX movie called Rad. And uh, and Becky was in that, Lori Laughlin. And it was a story about Crew Jones. And he was this BMX rider from the small town. Hell Track came into town. He ended up winning Hell Track. It, look, two of my guilty pleasure movies, I gave you mine. Now go and comment and, and give me yours. Um, also, oh, real quick, too, tomorrow we are going to have uh, thrashing. Come thrash with me in Moncus Park. See, Jean-Paul Guidry, he commented that. Now, I'm a skateboard guy, or, or you know, I was back in the day, but he rides this little one-wheelie thing. I don't know if I can get down with that, but I guess I, guess I might have to. I'm, I'm going to go try that uh, one evening with him and, and ride that little one-wheel skateboard thing. But tomorrow on the show, we're going to have a special guest. And it's a, it's a pretty big, pretty big guy. Pretty popular dude. Chris Taylor Brown, the lead singer from Trapped, will be joining us tomorrow. Remember their song, Headstrong? I think it might have been, that might have been a 2002, 2003 release. Hard to think that was 20 years ago, but it was. But Chris Taylor Brown from Trapped will be on the show tomorrow at about 8.20. Um, I, I, I don't want to call Chris somewhat controversial, but because of his views, dude got kicked off of almost every social media platform. He got shut down from most radio stations, uh, a lot of radio stations not even playing Trapped anymore. And we're going to talk to Chris about that tomorrow. Like, where did it start? Where did he start getting banned? You know, what did he say? He, ha he has to make numerous social media accounts because he's somewhat outspoken. And his thoughts don't necessarily agree with those, I guess, maybe at corporate radio, um, big tech, and he, he's getting banned, but we'll talk to him about that tomorrow on, on the show. I'm pretty excited to have him. Um, big news around here today. I guess we got to start out with the I-10 eastbound bridge, right, and the overpass. What a mess. See, a lot of people still commenting or posting on social media, what's up with the Lafayette traffic? And, dude, everybody's trying to find a way around. Could the traffic be alleviated a little bit today? Maybe because now the left lane is open. So the left lane of I-10 eastbound at I-49 now open. The right lane will stay blocked. And that's according to the DOTD. They incorporated a cement wall to securely open the left lane of I-10. I think it was what, uh, um, I saw a picture of an 18-wheeler. And again, you can't believe everything you see on social media, but it was someone who was in their vehicle, and it had a, an arrow, and it was pointing to an 18-wheeler with an excavator on the back and said that was who was responsible for hitting the overpass. But what a mess. Everyone's trying to find a, a way around. Hopefully one lane of traffic will alleviate some of that, especially people traveling through. Louisiana, Lafayette, trying to get to Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Hopefully that helps. But, you know, the latest story, police asking people to, you know, avoid that area if possible and just causing traffic all over the place. What did you have for breakfast today? I didn't have anything. I have, I have coffee. I think I have just the Cafe Special. I only drink the finest <laughs> coffees. But I'm thinking, I think I'm drinking Cafe Special today. So right now, as of 8.10, that's my breakfast. But do you eat cereal? 
A good chance it was Cheerios, maybe if you ate cereal this morning. Number one on the favorite cereal list, followed by Rice Krispies, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Raisin Bran, and Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, cool. I'll throw that in there. Raisin Bran, I'll eat some of that. Count Chocula, though. I guess I'm kind of old school. Count Chocula for me, and I like Cocoa Pebbles. And we've talked about this before on the morning show. I, I don't know why it came up. Is it just me? Or does cereal now not taste like it did back in the day? Oh, I think I remember what it, what it was. My wife bought some booberry cereal around Halloween. Is that like, um, I like Count Chocula, Frankenberry, booberry. But man, the booberry just had this fake plastic taste it, it was it was really different i don't know even if you if you eat lucky charms if you eat frosted flakes all that tastes different now than it did back in the day probably some some fake ingredients i'm, I'm sure in there in there somewhere um what's the perfect temperature according to cosmopolitan researchers discover that 72 degrees is the temperature that puts people in the best mood possible so everyone should be in a pretty good mood today. Going to be cool for the rest of the week. Let me check out the seven-day forecast real quick. Pull up my trusty app. Because it was a cool start this morning. It was, about, it was about 43 degrees when I left home and drove across town, across the big metropolis of Church Point to the office and studio. Um, so 71 today. No, sorry. 67 today, 71 tomorrow. 76 on Saturday, but then some rain coming back into the forecast on Sunday. But we're right around those, those what they're calling here, perfect temperature. Also saw this on KATC.com this morning. If you're watching, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up on screen. Now look, said it before, we'll agree to disagree here inside of the Power Hour. You may like some things that I don't like. I may like some things that you don't like. We're going old school, and we're going to a, a, a agree to disagree. So here's the headline. Some Youngsville residents speak out against new gas station proposal. Several Youngsville residents say there's no need for a new gas station. Nearly 100 residents signed a petition against the new development. Eh, not that big of a petition, 100 people. Will that help the people in this neighborhood not get this gas station? Not sure. You know, everybody got their opinion. Everybody got their beliefs. These people in this neighborhood, they don't, they don't want it. But I'm reading some of the reasons why they don't want it. And I'm like, man, you couldn't come up with something better than that. But this would be another gas station in Youngsville, Fortune Road at Shaman Metairie. And residents say it would be a disservice to the community. Youngsville is popping, right? Youngsville is popping. Sean McDaniel said he has been living in Youngsville for more than two decades. If the gas station construction begins, he will reside directly across the street from it. Now, obviously, with this, it's people in this neighborhood that they don't want the gas station there. Rightfully so for the people in their neighborhood. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not taking away their opinion or, or them not wanting the gas station there. I'm not sure if, it, if it'll help, though. But this guy says we disapprove. As the whole neighborhood does, we have signatures for almost 100 people that live within a 1,500-foot radius. So uh, it, here's some of the reasons why. Sandy Cormier, a mother to four children, she is concerned about the increase in traffic. Okay. An uptick in crime and hazardous materials. Yes, because they have a gas station. This is what she tells KATC, quote, we like to walk to our neighbors and bring them food and go visit. It's been getting really hard lately for us to just even cross the street. So we just fear that it will bring additional traffic to our area. Okay. I mean, is that a price to pay for expansion in Youngsville? Yes. Will there little petition hold up and not get this gas station. But I mean, you could, you could still go and cross over to the neighbor's house, right? And then her 12 year old son in the interview said, why would we need another gas station in a two mile radius when we have nine 
in a two-mile radius. Youngsville's popping. That's why. This one right here, I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe she was nervous with the camera. Maybe this is reason, uh, uh, not the reason she's concerned about this gas station coming. <laughs> Residents like Charlotte Rubin have been living in Youngsville for more than 35 years. Okay, she's an OG there. Cool. Rubin said she, and, and she has a right to say, I don't want a gas station here. I'm not saying that she doesn't. Just some of the reasons. Rubin says she is concerned about the impact the proposed gas station will have on the environment. She, is, she says, my parents are elderly and we all have health issues. That's just the concern about the gas station. Huh? What? A public meeting is scheduled for Monday, January 9th at the Clifton Chenier Center in Lafayette to discuss details surrounding the expected construction. Maybe they need to learn a little bit, a little bit more about negotiations. That's, that's not really get that right there. Although, look, elderly parents, health issues, get it. But the gas station is going to make it worse? Don't know. Um, let's see, Kevin, coming back real quick to some of the comments this morning. You should uh, say, John says you should ask him about the Twitter files tomorrow. Oh, talking about uh, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor Brown from Trapped, okay. Uh, Kevin says, Clueless, definitely my favorite guilty pleasure movie. Awesome soundtrack. Kevin, I'm going to have to kind of agree with you there, man. Clueless is a pretty good movie. Sorry, I, I said it. So did Kevin. Uh, the soundtrack's pretty cool, too. Uh, someone says they're drinking coffee. I guess that's their breakfast. Adam says another gas station, first world problems. And then Charles said, Charles is connected in Broussard. The problem is that area has always been residential. Yep. And I, and I think you're, you're, you're right there, Charles. And I'm, you know, again, I'm not saying that a gas station should or shouldn't go there. That That's their residential area. If they feel that, they don't want a gas station there. They got to voice that opinion. Will it help? I don't know. But you got to come up with better things than my parents are elderly and we all have health issues. It's not going to stop the gas station from being there. Um, Chris, it was if it was another car wash, I would be on their side. <laughs> gas station slash car wash. Gas station slash car wash. Put it there. Because I think I saw, man, I, I saw the dude... Uh, ben from Developing Lafayette, he was on, I saw a clip from News 15, and he was talking about some new development, new business coming coming to Lafayette, coming to the area, and Giles Subaru now having their own dealership. Uh, it's going to be on Johnson Street. And he joked, but, but I think he was serious that there's going to be a car wash with it, and there's also going to be a pet wash with it as well. John says, make it an EV charging station, but still. <laughs> Hang on, I got to show this comment. Sorry, John. Make it an EV charging station then, but still sell chips and horny goat pills. <laughs> Fake jerseys, right? Get some, uh, some Hunt Brothers pizza in there. What else? What else can we put in the gas station? Maybe those for reals. That's those uh, those shakes. Have you seen those? Those are pretty good. Um, I don't know. Throw in some FUBU hats, maybe. Uh, plate lunches on Sunday. Barbecue plate lunches. I don't know. Kind of, you know, just making making some fun. Kyle says, gas station on Fortune and Barrow. Super One gas station on Johnston and Shamametery. Then Fortune and Youngsville Highway. Bit of, bit of a crowded area there. And from what I was seeing from the story, um, with the developers looking for the gas station, tearing it down, and then um, tearing an old house down, putting it there. Charles says, free enterprise is great. However, we need to limit the types of businesses that are looking to expand. We have similar problems in Broussard, where we have six gas stations in a two-mile area. Yep. So I'm kind of anxious to see what's going to happen with that. And and yes, you know, that that area... Uh, where they want that gas station is a residential area. 
but my parents are elderly and they have health issues. Not, not going to do it. Um, Buffalo Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, showing signs of improvement. Uh, still a lot, you know, surrounding DeMar Hamlin. Um, you know, the, let's see, the, some are talking about the, the boop, the, you know what, the cause of his cardiac arrest. Got to watch what I say. I don't want to be. I don't want to be taken off of social media. But according to his marketing rep, Jordan Rooney, which I had kind of questioned if that guy was his marketing rep or not. Um, I think he is. I I personally don't believe that that tweet that came out about the doctor saying that he he gave him the SHOT. I I don't think that was real. Some people are running with that. I, I don't think that is. You know, it, it, again, we talk about thinking here on the Power Hour. I want you to think, you know, some of the, and we talked about this about social media before. It's good and it's bad because we do get to see the other side instead of it, just what we are being told by the news media. We get to see that, but we got to make sure when you're seeing that other side, not everything is is true. And, and why would a doctor just come out hours after that happened and say, I administered his, you know what, on, on December 26th? It just didn't seem real to me. And also I see other headlines too, like DeMar Hamlin suffered heart attack mid-game. Again, that's like that's that's not right either. If you're watching the game, you know he didn't – Cardiac arrest and a heart attack, two different things. And you know it was in mid-game. It was in the it was in the first quarter. But DeMar Hamlin remains sedated. Um, and according to Jordan Rooney, who's his so-called marketing rep, he is moving in a positive direction, and there's really no timetable for recovery. Oh, this too, man. This blew my mind this morning. If you still do snail mail, you may want to stock up for some stamps because the U.S. Postal Service plans to raise the cost of a forever stamp from 60 cents to 63 cents. Dude, I thought stamps are still a quarter. No? All right, I'm just joking. But I really thought stamps were like about 45 cents, to be honest with you. When I saw that, I'm like, 60 cents? Now 63 cents? Make it an even dollar and really have people stop using snail mail. But 63 cents now to mail an envelope. Uh, this story here, too. And again, this is that this is that other side of social media. This is that other side of social media. Let's get to this comment, too. Um, not sure who this is. And talking about DeMar Hamlin, here's my thing on that, on the deal. I'm wondering if he did have some issues before they had happened. A player as young as he is, very odd to have happened such a, a typical tackle. Yep. You know, and, and obviously the you-know-what is going to come into play for some people. You know, but still Monday night watching that, you know, it had me remembering about Hank Gathers who died. Um, and if you're a wrestling fan, Owen Hart that passed away. You know, just like on a on a um on a big scale. Still that Owen Hart thing back in nineteen ninety nine, I think it was over the edge pay per view. Now, that was that was still that was also surreal. And they, they ended up continuing that pay-per-view. But this story here, let's see. And the other side of social media. I think just social media in general, I shouldn't say TikTok. Scamming. And you have to know the difference between scamming. If you have elderly people on TikTok, talk to them. Talk to them about the scams. Some younger people getting scams too. I'm not saying it's all older people. 
You know, don't click on that YouTube video link. Don't click on that link that was sent to you via messenger. That's questionable. You can say you got hacked on Facebook. No, you clicked on something wrong. That's how, that's how they got you. <laughs> you got fished. You took, you, you took the bait. But there is this person apparently from Lafayette. He was claiming to be homeless and having to live in a filthy motel following a series of recent tragedies. That was this dude's story. Viewers of KLFY, this is from KLFY.com, reached out Wednesday to say that they believe he's a scammer who spends his days on social media collecting upwards of $6,000 per day from people described as good-hearted and then using that money to live a lavish lifestyle. The caller, who didn't wish to be identified, said during a recent live the alleged scammer talks about the horrors of living in and out the motel with this sick puppy dog. A dude brought a he look, he brought a puppy into it. Serious scam in there when you're gonna bring a puppy into it. She says it was a convincing story, like many others, sent a money for himself and to care for the dog. Soon afterwards, she says he reappeared live in designer clothes, wearing long and fresh acrylic nails while eating an expensive meal. The, 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 the dude had acrylic nails? Okay, all right. Um, expensive meal. What did he have, Ruth's Chris? Or did he just go get uh, an expensive combo from McDonald's? Says I started, or this person here says, I started to do some research and found he had several pages with different profile pictures. And when I went to confront him, I was blocked. Another caller said the TikTok scammer used the same story, but in a different live, he added that he was selling his smartphone to the highest bidder, but he would soon no longer need it. The caller said she sent $1,000 through Cash App for the phone. Come on. I'd rather meet in a sketchy spot than send somebody's than send somebody a thousand dollars for a phone. Here's a thousand dollars. I'm gonna mail it to you. Hang on. And this person said when I got the package, the iPhone box was empty. <laughs> Dang. KLFY has reached out to the Lafayette police about these incidents. Police spokesperson Sergeant Robert Green said at the time they have no information, but said police will look into it if someone files a report. Because he has not been charged with any crimes, we are, un we are unable to release his identity or any, inf any, inf any information related to his social media profiles. Dude, got to watch those scammers, man. John says, cold-blooded, straight up. <laughs> straight up cold-blooded, man. Oh, grand. Dude's living on about 72 grand a year scamming people on social media. What? Okay, here's my PSA for, for today. Someone's going to sell you a phone for $1,000 on social media. Okay, it's okay. I use Facebook Marketplace numerous times. Check it out first. Uh, maybe go meet the person. Don't just send $1,000 to a random person on Cash App to get an iPhone. It was empty. You think? Dude just scammed everybody. Funny, but not funny. So thanks for watching this morning. Got about 30 more minutes left in the power hour. If you're watching on Facebook, do me a favor, share it. If you're watching on my Chris Logan page, if you're watching on the Planet page, if you're watching in my Chris Logan Planet Power Hour group, share the live. I would appreciate that. And if you're listening on the Planet, tell someone about the Planet today. If you're watching and you're not listening to my station, The Planet, yet, do so. Listen to theplanet.com, download the app, App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet. Also kind of cool, I guess, because we're, we're coming up in the, in the search a little bit better. More people are downloading the app. I just searched The Planet, and we're one of the first kind of like station apps to come up, which, which I'm excited about. Because when I started The Planet, it was it's hard to get – Domain names, app names, Facebook names, because there's still some, some planets, still some planet radios, some planet rocks. There's still some stations 
uh, FM stations around the country that use that name. That name wasn't exclusive here, talking about, you know, the planet or planet radio wasn't exclusive here to our market. If you remember the station from back in the day, name was actually Jack from planet radio in Jacksonville. Um, going to try to win some money. Mega millions jackpot increased to an estimated 940 million. No one won on Tuesday. Next drawing Friday night. Get those tickets. Drawing on Tuesday, 25, 29, 33, 41, 44. All kind of follow the same numbers. The gold mega ball was 18. The new $940 million jackpot for a winner who chooses to be paid through an annuity over 29 years. Nearly all winners opt for a cash payout, which for Friday night's drawing would be $483.5 million. So if you just took the money, would be half of that. Government wouldn't have the rest. Probably they'd share it with Ukraine, probably. So you'd give your 400 and something million. American government would keep, keep some of it and look at the fine print. They'd give some to, to Ukraine. Uh, Tuesday's drawing, uh, there were more than 2.9 million winning tickets in various amounts. Three, $4 million tickets in Arizona, Mississippi, South Dakota. So nothing really big on that in Louisiana. 11 fads from 2013 and how we feel about them today. Let's go back a little bit. 10 years ago. What was going on 10 years ago? You ready for this? Kale. Kale was going viral for being considered a superfood. People were eating kale salads, stuff like that 10 years ago. Also, twerking became popular in 2013, part of pop culture then. You still see it now. Mardi Gras coming up. You're going to see it even more. People who are twerking that shouldn't be twerking. 55% of people who uh, were surveyed think that twerking is lame now. Another 26% said they didn't know. 19% said it was still cool. Froyo, people abandoned Froyo in 2013, went for frozen yogurt instead. But man, that frozen yogurt dates way back to the, to the 80s. What was it in the mall? TCBY, this can't be yogurt. Remember that? That was some good stuff. And everybody liked it because it wasn't as, it didn't have as many calories or not as fat as uh, eating some ice cream, which it probably was. Kind of like Miller Lite, you know, all these beers and and Michelob Ultra. Because what's the what's and which I think is brilliant. Miller Lite, their commercials now. I think it says, "Oh, and only one more carb or one more calorie than Michelob Ultra." So they mention their competitor and say, "Oh, we're only one more calorie or one more carb, whatever it is, than Michelob Ultra." Because people drink that because they think that it's a better beer to drink is going to keep them skinny. It's all in the marketing, baby. All in the marketing. Uh, number seven, Walter White Hats from Breaking Bad. Adult onesies. You remember that being a thing in 2013? Vine. Vine debuted in 2013. It was shut down in 2017. Half of people say they wish Vine would make a comeback. Maybe Elon Musk needs to buy Vine. Goats screaming like humans. 41% of people say they still like those videos. Remember those videos? Number three, the Cronut. It debuted at a bakery in New York 10 years ago. Mm, Cronut. Don't, I don't remember that. Number two, what does the Fox say? The top trending YouTube video back in 2013. Forgot about what does the Fox say. And number one from 10 years ago. She was a fad. She's older now. Honey Boo Boo. Alana Thompson. What was her What was her mama's name? June? 49% aren't fans anymore and never were. 42% don't care. 9% still love Honey Boo Boo. But the sh 
The show ran from 2012 to 2014, kind of short-lived. Honey Boo Boo. Atlanta. Um, also, you may be, may be following this. You're not seeing much about it here in Acadiana, but you are in New Orleans. Watch, I'll, I'll share this share this story with you as we kind of read along a little bit. It's pretty serious uh, crime in New Orleans. Very, very serious. It was a violent 2022, according to the story from WDSU, more than 280 murders. Yesterday, I saw a clip from the press conference, and Mayor Cantrell said, but it wasn't as high as what we projected. Now, she did go on to say, you know, the number is, is more than we need, but still, wasn't as high as what was projected. Come on now. Atlanta, Georgia, New Orleans murder rate is twice that. It's according to data, anal- uh, data analyst Jeff Asher. Says it's really been a horrific year. New Orleans is on track to have the highest murder rate in the nation. The city ended the year with a rate of 70 homicides per 100,000 residents. So homicides were at 280, 482 shootings, 279 carjackings, and 541 robberies. It says the last time the homicide rate was this high was right before, uh, excuse me, right after Hurricane Katrina. Before the hurricane, it was in the early 90s. And Asher says that the trends are looking similar to the past. More women, more domestic incidents, more shootings, more kids, but also more adults. He says, I don't know if we have seen a dramatic change of profiles. We're just seeing more of it. 887 people have been injured or killed by gunfire in New Orleans this year. Not good in New Orleans. If you plan in a New Orleans trip, keep your head on a swivel. You know, for me, I, I, I DJ a good bit of New Orleans weddings. Knock on wood, I haven't had any issues. Um... Lately, there's been a lot. You may have seen this on social media, may have seen it other places after big games, Saints games, Pelicans games, the Sugar Bowl. There are a lot of vehicles being broken into in parking lots. I saw this over the Christmas holiday. There is uh, many videos on social media getting shared from New Orleans. Their cars, trucks, their windows busted out and stuff taken out of people's vehicles. But watch, I want to share with you this video here. Is this what it's going to take to get New Orleans back on track? You ready for this? It may. It it may come down to to this. Listen to what this person said. And this is from from, uh, WDSU as well. Someone shared it on social media. Becoming such an unfortunate trend that we are seeing these big games right. followed by reports of. Thought we had it on there. Uh, hang on, let's uh, let me remove it, and then let me add it again. It worked earlier this morning. Becoming such an unfortunate trend that we are seeing these big games followed well, by reports. You know, you know what would uh, you know what would help me out? Uh, the fact that I'll, if I would turn my headphones on, so it was playing the first time. My bad, my fault. Damn producer, man, he didn't turn my headphones up. Okay, so this is from WDSU. Uh, listen to what this New Orleans said about what should be done to curb the crime. Becoming such an unfortunate trend that we are seeing these big games followed by reports of car windows smashed, and it seems to have taken place once again today. WDSU reporter Eli Brands is live with the latest details, and Eli, you are also hearing from victims. That's right. Well, first of all, let me show you some of the remains here. We're right here on Loyola Avenue next to the Amtrak station. Look, you can see this window right here that's from today come over here with me to the right we saw a truck here earlier you can see their back window right here 
shattered. There's a lot of instances of that across the entire city. Yep. We saw this in multiple lots. I counted at least four. There was one behind the Superdome that we looked at earlier today. You can see that on your screen right now. You see that shattered glass for people going into the Sugar Bowl and coming back to discover that. One person we spoke to even said they had their car stolen while they were inside. We spoke with one woman who was very adamant. She was very upset. And she talked about how tourists are going to see this moving into the future yep. if this keeps happening. Check this out. When they see this, they're going to stay away. So we're going to lose, and the crime going to get worse. Because it's every man for himself. You know, I feel like we in that movie. I forgot the name of the movie. Uh, when people take matters into their own hand, and you got like 12 hours to purge. Yes, that's what I feel. Yes, that's what it's coming to. Seriously. Seriously. How crazy is that? We reached out to NOPD for more information and confirmation on how many cars were broken into here and across the city. We have not gotten that back from them when we were on scene behind the Superdome. We did see a policeman sitting there taking those notes from people, getting that information from them, so we know they're at least working these things. And as we get more information, we'll bring it to you both here on air and on our website. Upset, and she talks about Yo, how tourists are going to see this in the future if this keeps happening. When they see this, they're going to stay away. So we're going to lose, and the crime going to get worse. Because it's every man for himself. You know, I feel like we're in that movie. I forgot the name of the movie. Uh, but she got a nine-inch nails tattoo on her neck. matters into their own hand. And you got, like, 12 hours to purge. Yes, that's what I feel. Yes. Yep. That's what it's coming to. Seriously. Seriously. Sad to think that people from New Orleans... Of all races, creeds, colors, whatever you want to call it, a lot of these videos I see on social media about it, they're not white people. So, you know, race is not playing a part in this at all. People in New Orleans are fed up. And there's a lot of crime going, go going on. Adam says New Orleans is a Chicago of the South. Uh, Blake, NOLA has been on my don't travel list since 2020. I'm about to be a part of those statistics. Crazy. Says you have to leave your vehicle empty and unlocked when going so windows aren't busted. Yep. And 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 I get nervous. Like, there's some venues that I, I play, you know, DJ weddings, and it just depends. Sometimes we play um, at hotels in the quarter. Sometimes it's outside the quarter, business district, whatever it is. And then, but but in the quarter, sometimes you luck out. And you get to park in the front. Not not every time, though. And I, I feel a little more safe when I do get to park in the front. Sometimes I have to use valet. Sometimes I have to park in a, a nearby parking lot. And, you know, luckily, a lot of the weddings that I play don't really go too, too long. Uh, most weddings in New Orleans, three hours. A lot of the weddings that we DJ there are destination weddings, so it's people not from New Orleans. And New Orleans, before COVID, was a top three wedding destination location in the world. A lot of people were coming, a lot of different venues, or businesses, restaurants, making their place a venue for a wedding because it was, it was such a hot market. And it's like, is that going to stop? Because of what's going on in New Orleans, and, and can, they, can they get a hold to it? Um, oh, also, did you hear? Yep, Kevin McCarthy struck out again. Dang, man, dude's striking out. But Elon Musk, according to the story from Fox News, and I know we got about 15 minutes left. Elon Musk backing House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy for his bid to come Speaker of the House. Elon tweeted that. Republicans do hold a majority in the House, but there's a handful of Republicans who are saying that they do not want Kevin McCarthy to be there, and they say it's best for the American people that he is not there. There's a lot of debate going on about this. McCarthy needs 218 members to vote for him, but he had 20 voting against him and one voting present. He was stuck at 201 on Wednesday. Tuesday, he had 203. Even former President Trump said on his truth platform, 
Some really good conversations took place last night, and it's now time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin. Think the Republican House members will vote for Kevin? Or do you think it's going to be a long, drawn-out battle for the Speaker of the House? Will it end up being a a Democrat if they play around too long? I don't know. Didn't really get to follow it too, too much. But probably we'll watch some of it today and and see if anything happens. Um, Told you I had an uh uh-uh moment today. Dude, this this is crazy here. Like, I read some of this stuff, and I'm like, where... Where do y'all come up with this? But the scent, according to the Smell and Taste Treatment Research Foundation, the scent women find most arousing is good and plenty candy mixed with cucumber. What? So if you want to, you know, feel right, You know, smell good around the ladies. You might want to grab a box of good and plenty and maybe eat a cucumber before y'all go out on a date. Want to get your wife in the mood? Get her a box of good and plenty and a cucumber. Just not too big of a cucumber. And then then cut that thing up. Get it on. I, I, I mean, I don't see how they come up with that. But good and plenty candy mixed with cucumber is the scent that most women find arousing. Uh-uh, you see? No, there's, there's no way. Um, also, putting potatoes in your socks to cure the, the flu. Have you seen this trend happening on social media? It's one of them things my mom did back in the day. Potatoes or what, onions? Isn't the other thing onions, if you, if you cut onions and put them in your socks when you don't feel well, you put them in your socks whenever you sleep at night under your feet and they come out all brown and stuff. Supposedly the same thing with potatoes, drawing out some of the uh, toxins and, and the sickness in your body. I might have to try that just to try it. Hopefully I've, 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 I've been feeling well, you know, hadn't, hadn't been congested, hadn't been sick. You know, anything like that this this winter, knock on wood. But maybe the next time I do, which hopefully won't be until next year, I'll, I'll try to stick some potatoes or some onions. Maybe I'll put it like one slice of potato in one sock and then one slice of an onion in the other sock and see which one comes out uh, better. Uh, Jenny says, nah, man. <laughs> I guess she's talking about the scent probably. And then Adam says, cucumber, huh? That's what they said. That's what they said, so you may want to check that out. Oh, and by the way, because I still want to get to the Guilty Pleasure movies, which is coming up. But the Idaho murder suspect, Brian Koberger, was nabbed by genetic genealogy. And some of these DNA genealogy sites work with law enforcement. So if you plan on breaking the law, which I hope you don't, don't don't jump into these these genealogy DNA sites. Don't swab and send it back. They're going to come and get you. You're in a database. Uh, Let's see. So this says, which company helped them out? DNA databases work with law enforcement in criminal cases. That and it it varies. So some do, some don't. GED Match shares information with law enforcement in certain instances. 23andMe, they say they do not. But when you check that terms and services that you don't want to spend five days reading, you know, reading that whole document, that's where they get you. Oh, but you agreed to the terms and services, but I didn't have a year to read it, man. But just just watch out for that. Now, if you're not doing anything wrong, okay. But I mean, that's what that's how they got this this dude. And I'm kind of anxious to see whether he's going to plead not guilty because he is back in Idaho and and what's going to happen with that whole situation. Um, so let's get to the guilty pleasure movies. I'm going to pull up my Facebook page real quick. 
And let's see if we have any comments. Oh, Justin says, just saying, you got the voice of an angel. It's calming and relaxing, like the low rumble that resonates from from a bong, but grabs your attention. P.S. I still have my Batman onesie. I guess we were talking about the onesies from uh, <laughs> from 2013. So this is kind of where I got the idea today. There's the this is a top 20 guilty pleasure movies that people say I watch. Just going to give you the top 10. The Holiday. And this was put together by Entertainment Weekly. Don't remember The Holiday from 2006. Miss Congeniality from 2000. Pretty Woman from 1990. That could be a guilty pleasure for some. Hope Floats from 1998. The Twilight back in 2008. Number five. This is a classic too. My wife will watch this every once in a while. Overboard, the original with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell back from 1987. Made in Manhattan from 2002 is number four. Showgirls with Jesse from Saved by the Bell. Damn, that was 1995. That's number three on the guilty pleasure list. Number two, Hot Rod from 2007. I I don't remember that movie at all. Hang on. Was that the one with um Damn, Danny McBride's in that? I didn't Where was I in 2007 when Hot Rod came out? Self-proclaimed stuntman Rod Kimball is preparing for the jump of his life to clear 15 buses to raise money for his abusive stepfather Frank's life-saving heart operation. Never watch Hot Rod. Andy Samberg's in there. Isla Fisher. Danny McBride. Bill Hader. Sissy Spacek. Will Arnett. Dang, I might have to, I might have to check that out when I get some, some free time. But that was number two. And then number one on the list, this is just straight up out of left field. Great soundtrack, by the way, if you like 80s movies. But Streets of Fire from 1984. I hope that's number one and it's not a, like, like in no particular order. Streets of Fire, come on. Tommy Boy also on that list. Point Break, The Mummy, Con Air. That's kind of a guilty pleasure for me too, Con Air. Cobra, back from 1986. How OG are you if you remember Cobra with Sylvester Stallone? He always had that toothpick in his mouth. And then he have a name for his gun. Flashdance from 1983 is on there, too. And Practical Magic from 1998. So let's get to my list. Let's see. Stephen John says, Hot Rod was great. Dude, I don't remember. I don't remember Hot Rod at all. If Danny McBride was in it, I'm going to have to watch it. So got 30 comments this morning on my Facebook post. The Facebook algorithm was feeling pretty good. That's a good thing. Let's see, Chris says, Outlaw Josie Wales, never watch that. Tombstone, Flashdance. See, Dalton says, Premium Rush. Haven't seen Premium Rush. The Godfather 1 and 2 says Matt. Candy says, Roadhouse, LOL. Dude, Roadhouses, that, uh, that's great. R- There's a new Roadhouse coming out, a part two, which I hope they don't screw up. The original Roadhouse is cheesy. It is. It's it's bad. There's some bad acting, but it's so good. Daniel says, Wolf of Wall Street. That's another great movie. I like that one. Bryce says, Renaissance Man or Major Pain. <laughs> Chris says, Animal House. DK, uh, DJ Kimball says, Top Gun. Top Gun shouldn't be a guilty pleasure. You can watch that every day, man. Ian says, Spaceballs. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and he has the gif of them combing the sand with the big ace combs. Katie says 13 going on 30. Missy says dirty dancing. Justin says Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Boy, that's another one, like bad but good. Hadn't watched that one in a while. Matthew says Mean Girls. Shane says, Oh, brother, where art thou? JP Boudreaux, Cry Baby. 
Stan says Goodwill Hunting, and Brandon says I second that. Man, Goodwill Hunting's pretty good. We brought it up last week, or was it a couple? Or, or was it yesterday? Talking about Rip from Yellowstone, I knew him way back from 1997 when he was one of Matt Damon's pandas in in Goodwill Hunting. John says, Josie and the Pussycats starring Rachel Lee Cook and Tara Reid. Cheesy pop punk soundtrack. Yep. It's all about a subliminal message, conspiracy theory about how the big corporations are using their music to brainwash consumers. He says, right up my alley. Uh, Bubba says, Austin Powers. Man, I hadn't watched Austin Powers in a while, man. I'm going to have to get back on some Austin Powers. Indiana Jones, all of them. Tombstone again, sideways. Super Trooper, says Steven. Idiocracy, hot tub time machine. Yeah, that's another guilty pleasure. Blazing Saddles. Boy, Blazing Saddles, such great comedy. You couldn't, couldn't write that, couldn't have that these days. And Christopher says, Porkies. Now, for me, if you're just tuning in, I gave you my two from from back in the day my guilty pleasure and if you grew up gen x if you're born in the 70s grew up in the 80s got drunk in the 90s like i did you remember the popularity of bmx and skateboards in the mid to late 80s bones brigade with tony hawk and mike mcgill lance mountain steve caballero you know Everybody had a skateboard. You know, I had a skateboard. I wasn't very good at it, but but tricks back then, man, like you could pull uh you can pull an easy grind back then, and that that was a that was a big trick. Now you got you know kick flip flips and all this other stuff. And if you remember skateboarding back in the day, freestyle was big. And so now street skating is kind of like a mix of of what freestyle is and just regular street skating from back in the day. But long story short, there's this skateboard movie that I love. Josh Brolin stars in it. It's called Thrashing. And one of my all-time favorites and a guilty pleasure. Also, another guilty pleasure, again, from the same year, from 1986, a BMX movie called Rad, the story of Crew Jones and how he won Hell Track. Beat Bart Taylor, the mongoose BMX guy. If you're into skateboards and BMX back in the day, you may remember, remember those two movies. Used to rent them all the time. And back in the day, look, I, I lived in Church Point, still live in Church Point. We, we had a good number of video stores. And there was this one video store, they would allow you to reserve movies for the weekend. And you try to do that all the time. And I remember when they got the the... VHS tapes of Thrashing and Rad, I'd always try to call and reserve them for the weekend. Because, you know, we were, I don't know, 11, 12, 10 years old, whatever it was. And we watched these movies, and then we'd go out and try to try these tricks. We wouldn't make them, you know, but we'd go out and we, we'd try the tricks after watching Rad and Thrashing. But, I mean, I was more of a, a skateboarder than, the B, than a BMXer. We rode our bikes a lot like every other kid in the 80s did. Rode far, too. We didn't ride far. We rode far, far back in the day. You might have made it to, you know, if it was like linear, you might have made it to a whole nother town. That's how much we rode our bikes. Because our moms told us to go outside during the summer. She had to clean the house. Right? Remember, I just 80s don't seem that far away, but. Mom was cleaning the house. She had to go outside. You had to stay there all day. You got thirsty. Turn the hose on. Get you a little sip from the water hose. Sweating your ass off in the summer outside. It was fun, though. If you missed the 80s, feel sorry for you. So wrapping up our, our power hour for today. Again, thanks to Motor City. JP Gidry and the crew at 1111 North University. Thanks for powering the morning show and the power hour. MotorCityLA.com. That is... The website, you can find them on all social media channels, TikTok. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram. What else are they on? Maybe they're on LinkedIn, but 1111 North University, some great pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs, 
motorcycles. They have the Bayou Garage, which is their service center. You can use it just for your mechanical needs, brake job, whatever it is. They can take care of you over at Motor City, and that is exactly what they are about. So enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Tomorrow we'll do it again, and tomorrow we'll talk a little football, the final Saints game of the season coming up on Sunday, but also we will have Chris Taylor Brown on the show from Trapped. He will check in with us probably about uh, probably 8.20-ish. He told me that they're hitting the road. They're going to be on the bus at about that time, but he was more than willing to jump on the show. So that's happening tomorrow. Chris Taylor Brown from Trapped here on the Power Hour. So I'll see you then. Have a great rest of your day today. See you.